This is an experimental rumination. While I did put forth the usual amount of time and effort I would into this, and that's one of the reasons I chose this game, because it is a very short game and I needed something I could squeeze into my existing schedule, this is mainly being done for the sake of trying out something. For those of you not aware, uh, I actually care a lot about the quality of product I put out, and I try to do the best job I can to be as far away from an amateur talking head as it is available for me to be. So I've been doing a lot of things over the years to try and you know, constantly self-examine and, and improve. This is another of those attempts. This is a fully experimental situation, and I don't really know what I think of it so far, and I would love to hear what you guys think of it, regardless of the rumination itself. The change, for those of you who will not be capable of understanding this, is I'm going to be using a script. In fact, I've got the script right there, right in front of me. And I will be reading from it for the first section directly, and then I'll be using a second method to read from it for the second section. Uh, the idea here being to try and showcase what a scripted rumination would look like in one format or the other. As ever, please, please leave your comments below so that I can learn and grow and understand what you guys like, and I, of course, will be thinking about, about it myself as well. I played Flower. And I liked it for what it was. I actually remember enjoying just chilling with it now and again. I thought about streaming Flower several times, but I never got around to it, mainly because I had so many other things to stream at the time. And I mention that because I want to give these developers, uh, that game company, full credit. They kept going in the creation of this game despite financial issues and actual bankruptcy. This showcases the mentality of the people involved. These are people who really cared about pushing out the best product that they possibly could which sounds familiar. After producing Flow and Flower, I also want to say that this game feels like a natural culmination of their efforts. I'm actually kind of looking forward to what they do in the future with Sky. The game uses visual direction in the form of highly obvious objects or pieces of the terrain to draw your attention naturally towards where you want, they want you to go. And there's wind and other obstacles to prevent you from straying too far off the path. Sand surfing, as well as the gliding mechanic, are highly enjoyable and have a very smooth and natural feel to them, which added excessively to the enjoyment of the game. I also very much appreciated the visual scarf as an energy meter concept, and the music, which was atmospheric in all the white ways. There was adventurous, there was ruinous, there was exciting, and then there was terrifying. Though I didn't end up experiencing the co-op element, mostly because I forgot to turn on the wireless on my PS3, <laughs> I do love the idea of the co-op. I, I love the idea that you can refresh each other's energy, uh, but not your own. And I, and I love that severe limitation on communication was put in, basically trying to ensure you have the best experience possible. Now I will shift a little bit, and we'll be doing this slightly differently when I talk about the story perspective of this. So, to shift gears... Journey is designed to be highly interpretive, so in the spirit of this, I have decided to interpret it fully. What I behold is an alien world from which a singular font of magic, a ley line if you will, courses out of a rip in the world, which slowly pushes it out, forming it, bit by bit, into a mountain over time. At the peak of this mountain is a tremendous amount of life, but not quite as we know it. Uh, instead, they will be what I will be henceforth referring to as glyphs. The ways in which these glyphs interact with each other slowly over time evolve into more complex forms of magic, uh, ranging from glyph plants, glyph animals, and eventually leading to glyph people. This evolution meant that these beings were inherently reliant upon glyph energy, uh, both for their own existence as well as their burgeoning civilization. 
The first mural shows us the towns and the mountains bellowing out this new life in the form of the birds and trees, and of course what I'll be calling the robes. The first robes we see are the white robes, the older generation, probably more dependent upon glyph energy than the later red robes. The second mural also showcases their realization of how they could use this glyph energy to produce power. Not metaphysical power, but rather literal, allowing them to build cities, machines, and develop civilization. The third mural shows them expanding beyond their ability to produce, dominating the nearby terrain and expanding across the environment, so that the fourth shows the obvious consequence, conflict over glyph energy, and eventually war. The war led to the construction of the Sentinels, roaming machines of war, designed to find and trap any source of glyph energy. And this, to me, highlights so obviously how this civilization fell, because the robes themselves were a source of glyph energy. This is highlighted in the game, especially in the way that they attack you and try to take your own glyph energy for themselves. The final mural shows the collapse of their society as a result. Side note, much earlier in the game, when you're still going through the desert portion, you can actually see uh, ruins and husks of what you don't at the know, what you don't know at the time are sentinels, and you can release glyphs and glyph creatures from them. Nice little touch. Having seen the history of the world, we also see the development of the red robes from the ashes of these old. But born into loneliness and without a proper people, they strive towards the only thing they can perceive the mountain. The expulsion of magic that birthed them all, which also is actually a really awesome part of the game, I might add, if I can go into another little segue here. I love the snow that collects on your robe, as well as the fact that the, both the environment and the sentinels are a threat for this section. In the process of going up here, the red robe runs out of energy, and their glyph is gone. But the surviving white robes offer their glyph energy to power up your character, which allows you to ascend to the summit, where you can see the aforementioned explosion of glyph life. And, of course, wonderful, uplifting uh, music plays as you make your final trip into the leyline fissure. And then the game loops, because symbolism, I guess. I enjoyed this game, despite the unusual method of this rumination and the extra time it took. I hope you have enjoyed my thoughts, and I will see you next time.